Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified. And we say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call this morning. We welcome you to this wonderful last day of the month of March. We are thankful for this day that our God has made, where we each have an opportunity to be better. Amen. We exalt the matchless name of Jesus this morning as we come together for devotion and prayer. Our God is faithful. He is worthy to be praised. Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified in our lives. We give you praise, Jesus. We give you the highest praise. Your name be lifted high above the earth. We bless you and honor you this morning. You are the light of our lives. You are the light in our lives. Be enthroned on each heart this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You are enthroned forever. You hear us and you answer us. You're consistent with us. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we thank you, our King of Kings. We thank you, our Lord of Lords. We thank you for who you are, Abba, our Daddy, hallelujah, our Father. We thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, because you guide us to all truth. And we this morning yield to you. Have your way on this call through every speaker in the name of Jesus. Speak through our vocal cords. Hallelujah. For edification, exaltation, comfort. Do what you want to do this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, we welcome you again to the prayer call this morning. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. The leaders here at New Destiny Church, our bishop is Bishop C. Carl Smith, and our pastor is Lady Adrienne Smith. We say good morning to our leaders. We love and appreciate you. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing excellent. How are you this morning? I am excellent. Thank you, Sister Margaret. Our prayer request and praise reports will be offered this morning by Sister Myrna Whitstone. Good morning, Sister Myrna. How are you doing today? 
Good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, Miss Margaret. I am wonderful. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Well, we've gone before Father God, and we know that he is with us. He is in us, and Holy Spirit is ready to bring forth the message through Sister Margaret and the prayers this morning through Sister Myrna. So let's go. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, We praise God for your presence this morning. Um, We give honor and glory to um, the angels of our house. It's always an honor. It's always a privilege to be able to come before you. This morning, the devotion is discipline your body, be diligent. Discipline your body, be diligent. The scripture this morning, there's are two scriptures. The first one is first, <clears throat> excuse me, first Corinthians chapter nine, verses twenty-seven in the New Living Translation, and it reads like this: It says, "I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified." And so, this is the uh, Apostle Paul that's preaching, that's teaching and preaching, and he's talking to the church of Corinth. Um, the Passion Translation says, rather than saying, I discipline my body like an athlete, the Passion Translation says, I train like a champion athlete. I train like a champion athlete. And so I begin to ask myself, well, how does a champion athlete train? And as I begin reading and studying, um, a champion athlete masters the art of self-discipline. Excuse me. A champion athlete masters the art of self-discipline. So mastering self-discipline, it's more than just a habit. It's a powerful and unstoppable mindset. Mastering self-discipline is more than just a habit. It's a powerful and unstoppable mindset. So we're talking about champion athletes and how do they train, right? Proverbs 23 says, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Well, when athletes make the decision to do things without the reminder from others, so nobody's reminding them, without the presence of others, I don't need you to be there for me to do what I need to do, this is when they become self-disciplined. Self-disciplined it's, it's a skill that is not flashy. In fact, it's a skill that often goes without being noticed at all. It, it makes me think of the life of a prayer warrior, life of one who prays. Why? Because often no one sees or knows what God has called you to pray. What's done in secret, God rewards you in the open. And when we discipline our bodies as Christians, what does that look like? First and foremost, it's making the decision to be led by the Spirit of God rather than by the dictates of our mind and of our flesh. So discipline in our body as Christians looks like, first and foremost, it's making the decision to be led by the Spirit of God rather than by the dictates of our mind or our flesh. And, And it may have a lot of activities connected to it. There's no way that we can talk about them all today, but I'll give a couple um, just to kind of uh, give a good picture. It, it could be things like reading and studying your Bible, not 
just because you have a class or not because you're leading devotion, but because you want to learn about the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. It can be generally, genuinely wanting to know more about your king and his kingdom, wanting to know who you are in the kingdom and how the kingdom of God operates. It, it can look like worshiping God when no one else is looking. It, it's singing love songs to the lover of your soul. It, it's loving your fellow man even when they don't seem to be lovable. It can look like praying and interceding for those who are weak, those who are in leadership, those who have fallen, and praying as the Spirit leads you, even when it's uncomfortable and even when it's inconvenient. So in order to be a champion athlete, the players, the athletes, are doing a variety of things just kind of depending on the sport that they're playing. They can be shadowing. They can be practicing affirmations minutes before they're called out into the court. They, can, they get massages and treatments moments after they play so that their bodies would be fine-tuned and ready to go for the next round. Every day, a champion athlete has decisions to make, and what they decide determines the direction that their life goes and whether they will finish the race. We, too, as Christians, we have decisions to make every day of our lives. The decisions we make dictate the path that our lives will be on. We've heard Bishop often say that you are where you are because of the choices that you've made in life. And if you want a different outcome, make different choices. So being disciplined and diligent is all part of being the best version of you that you can be. And the key is, first of all, to decide that you want to be the best version of yourself. Paul talked about not wanting to uh, discipline and teach others, and, uh, I'm sorry, disciple and teach others, uh, and because he didn't want to operate, because he didn't want to operate in self-discipline, so he's teaching and he's discipling others, and because he himself didn't operate in self-discipline, or, or should I say spirit-led discipline, he didn't want it to be that he himself would fall short of the mark because he was teaching it, but he wasn't practicing it. One of the biggest challenges that the saints of God have is that we're not disciplined. We're not self-disciplined. We're disciplined when we show up to church, but our lives are not self-disciplined. A lot of the, the blessings and the prayers that we cry out to God for, um, we operate in if we operated at a higher level of self-discipline. And that might be a little hard to take, um, but that's what God said. So uh, I'm checking my own self even as I'm sharing it, right? And so here's some basic questions to ask yourself for starters as we make the choice to be spirit-led, as, as we choose to be self-disciplined and to be and do what God says we can be, and, and we do this without everyone having to direct us. Remember, self-discipline, or should I say, being spirit-led daily is not just a habit, it's a powerful mindset. It's an attitude of the heart. Being spirit-led daily is an attitude of the heart. So here's some basic questions. Um, do we start off our day with God? Do we have a steady diet of the word of God? And if you're on this prayer call, we know you're starting off with the Lord, right? Are we practicing the basics of faith? 
Are we resting in what Jesus has already done for us versus slipping into a lifestyle of faith by works? Are we frustrating the grace of God or are we being led by and controlled by the spirit? Here's a biggie. When we make mistakes, do we wallow in the pit of self-pity and shame or do we remember that Jesus died for every mistake we'll ever make past, present, and future and know that we are the righteous of God now and forever? When a storm hits, how do we respond? Just some questions to think about. Plenty more questions. Those are just some basic ones. Second Timothy 2 and 15 in the Amplified Version says, Study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God, approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. The second part of our devotion as I prepare to close the second scripture is Proverbs 13 and 4. And Proverbs 13 and 4 in the New uh, King James Version says, The soul of a lazy man desires but has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. So remember, we're talking about disciplining your body and being diligent. The New Living Translation of Proverbs 13 and 4 says, Lazy people want much but get little, but those who work hard will prosper. The world says, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Well, Christians don't operate in luck. So as we operate in the principles of the word of God, the favor and the blessings of God abound in our lives, and we increase more and more. Being diligent means to have or to show care and conscientiousness in one's work or one's duty. It's a, it's a steady, earnest, energetic effort. The word says, be not weary in well-doing, for surely you will reap a harvest if you faint not. And so being diligent means that we continue to do the right thing, even though we may not see an immediate reward. But surely, surely it will come if we faint not. So champion athletes choose to eat a, a healthy diet. They make decisions such as, should I go on my daily run or should I sleep in because it's raining? Should I eat this fatty food or should I stick to eating vegetables so I can lose the extra fat so that my body operates at optimal performance? So, too, we must choose to discipline our body as well as our spirits so that when we finish the course, we're not disqualified. So we decree and declare this morning that everyone on this call today finishes strong. Let's pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, and you said, it, Father, in Philippians 3.14, that we are to press on towards the goal for the prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. So, Father, today we choose to press forward. We choose to press towards the goal of our, uh, for our lives, Lord God. We ask you, Father, we need help. We can't do this on our own, Father. We ask you to strengthen us, to renew us, to revive us, to guide us, Father, with your righteous right hand, Father. We choose to to discipline our spirit, Father. We ask you to give us a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Lead us and guide us into all truth and righteousness, Lord God. We decree and declare over each and everyone listening this morning, according to 2 Timothy 4 and 7, that when we reach our end, we will have fought the good fight, we will have finished the course, and that we will have kept the faith. We declare over everyone this morning 
that we are disciplined, we are guided and led by the Holy Spirit. We declare it that we're fruitful, we're disciples of Christ, we're multiplying, and that we finish well. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for the word this morning, the devotion, Sister Margaret. Discipline our bodies in being diligent. Champion athletes, master the art of self-discipline. It's more than just a habit. It's an unstoppable mindset. Amen. It takes discipline to be a champion athlete in the spirit. I thought about Hebrews 12 and 1. said, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We have to be champion athletes in the spirit as well as disciplined in the natural. That's good. That's good, Sister Margaret. Thank you for that word. In the name of Jesus. Sister Myrna, we're now ready for the prayer. Let's stand together, saints, in agreement and believe together as she prays. Good morning again. Uh, We have a praise report from the Walker family. Praise the Lord, new destiny. Our family member, Frank Dancy Jr., is now healed of his heart disease and is now home. The doctors informed him that his heart valves are cleared and so are his arteries. He shall now be more careful and say no to food temptations because even the Lord tells us to say no to temptations because there is always an escape from them according to 1 Corinthians 10.13. Thank you, Jesus, because all glory goes and belongs to you for your healing. Jesus, heal and answer all other prayer requests so that they can transform to praise reports. Amen and hallelujah. Father, we rejoice with the Walker family this morning. For you have comforted them during this time, Father God, with Frank Dancy Jr. You were the one to lend skilled hands to be Frank's healer. You have extended such grace to Frank and the Walker family that even when they didn't know the outcome, when they were uncertain in the process, they put their whole trust in you, Father. May it be so with others on this prayer call and within your ecclesia who are waiting for news of their loved ones, whether for salvation, restoration, healing, repentance, deliverance, and even the prodigals that are brought before your throne and their names that have been put in the atmosphere by your ecclesia to return to the rightful positions within your family, Father. Father, this morning, we just want to lift up to you our prodigal sons and daughters, our prodigal husbands and wives, every name that your ecclesia has brought before you, in silent tears or with, or with the whisper of a prayer. 
Lord, I pray that these prodigals will come to know the truth of who you really are, and the truth will set them free, as in John 8:32. Father, help us to continue to stand, remain hopeful, and in prayer for our prodigals, as in Romans 12:12. 12, 12. Father, we thank you for the promise of your faithful prayers will be rewarded and that you will bring our prodigals back from the enemy, as in Jeremiah 31.6. Father, we thank you that you will complete the good work that you started in our prodigals because you are faithful to fulfill your word. Father, we ask that you open their eyes so that they see you. They would turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to your wonderful kingdom. As per Acts 26.18, Father, we pray our prodigals will not love or enjoy the pleasures of this world any longer, as in 1 John 2.15. Father, we ask that our prodigals will have a taste of your goodness right where they are, and they would know of your kindness, as in Psalm 34.8, sorry. Help our prodigals, as we call them by name, to know and understand that you alone are great, as in Ephesians 3, 18 and 19. Lord, we pray that you will draw our prodigals back to yourself and help them to love you with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their strength, as in Deuteronomy 6, 5. Father, we thank you in advance for the promise that you gave us in James 5.16 that you will answer the prayers of a righteous person and that those prayers will accomplish much. We give you full permission to move how you see fit in each of our prodigals in order to get their attention, to turn their hearts towards you so they may surrender to you once and for all. We wait with great expectations for you to move For we know, Father God, that nothing is impossible with you. We put our whole trust in you, Father. You are the pillar that we lean on and the rock on which we stand. And this is where we'll stay because you alone are worthy. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Myrna. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree on earth as touching. So we know that what Sister Myrna has asked this morning shall be done for us, O Father. Sister Margaret, we want to swing back to you to see if you have anything else that you'd like to share with us. Um, Yes, just one thing, Sister Charlene. Um, I just want to encourage everybody. I know um, self-discipline can and be a major change, and it can be hard, but God has a master plan for our lives. And, and as we yield to the Holy Spirit, as we choose to live a spirit-led life, every day we make those choices. Every day we make those decisions. And as we choose to operate in self-discipline, just every day working on some of maybe the root problems in our life. God is the one that causes everything to come together and, and work 
for our good. So, so don't be worried. Just trust him and every day put your hand in his and walk with him and allow him to lead you, to guide you, to correct you, to uh, help you and show you things that need to be fixed. It could be as simple as Bishop has talked about it before, paying your bills on time and things like that. As we do that, I, I just want to encourage you that we will see God's amazing plan taking us places that we've never dreamed of. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. That's good. Taking one step at a time in this walk of discipline. Well, I want to remind each of you to please send in your prayer request. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then scroll down to Prayer Request and enter your request. We've been called to pray. We will pray without ceasing. We will pray one ye for another. We love to pray. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Lady Adrian, Sister Margaret, Sister Myrna, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join in with us each week as we stand together. Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. on the prayer call and on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. We are live on campus and we also live stream. This Saturday, April 3rd, sorry, April 2nd, we will be at the Pittsburgh campus, the Pittsburgh campus. Let's go before Father God again. Before we leave this call, never from his mighty presence. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you, dear Father, in the name of Jesus, for the admonitions that you brought through Sister Margaret by your spirit to be disciplined in our bodies, to be disciplined in our spirits. Father, we know that we can do nothing without you, without your spirit's guiding us. Hallelujah. So, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you, Father, would help each taller. And we extend it out, Father, even to your body, your church, that you, by your spirit, help each one to be disciplined in our bodies, to be disciplined in our walk, our spiritual walk, to be diligent, to be diligent as athletes, champion spiritual athletes. Hallelujah. That we master the art of self-discipline. And Father, we know that we can only do that by your Spirit's guidance. So I ask your Spirit to lead and guide your people. Bless every caller this morning to truly be disciplined as your sons. Father, I declare that every caller makes a decision to be totally led by your Spirit rather than by emotion. 
or by flesh, but that your spirit takes the dominant role, that we allow your spirit to take control in every area of our lives. Bless each caller, Father, to be a champion athlete in the word, in your word that keeps us. Hallelujah. Your word that causes life Father, cause your people to mount up with wings as eagles to not be weighed down by anything. Hallelujah. But when we, dear Father, consume your word, when we consume the right things, we are lighter and we can fly and soar higher. So, Father, cause us to run and not be weary. Cause us to walk and not faint because we've had a healthy appetite. Hallelujah. By your spirit. Father, we thank you. Give your people, Father, the spirit of endurance that having done all to stand, that we stand disciplined, that we stand in hope, knowing that you, Father, that you, Jesus, you are our deliverer. You are our faithful God. Cause each one to persevere under trial, that they receive the crown of life that you, Lord, have promised. Father, I decree and declare Philippians 1 and 6, being confident in this very thing, that he who hath begun a good work in you will perform it it until the day of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that you who have begun a good work, your faithful God, to complete it in each caller in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we seal every prayer prayed by your spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation. I declare Isaiah 54 and 17, that no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Please open the line for the saints to worship together.